0: Gentlemen,
1: let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We do, we do. Who needs a mixtape? You do, you do. Who makes a
2: mixtape?
3: Who needs a mixtape? You do, you do. Uh, Mixtape raise the root and move your feet. Come along and laugh
1: with our mixtape. walk walk, walk So come on and then listen
3: to our mixtape. Sing along and clap to the beat. Settle in and listen to our mixtape. And now the music finishes. Enjoy your four ton sandwiches.
4: I'd like to say like it's because we've been gone for a while that I'm going to come back and everything's going to sound like shit, but really it's just because everything always sounds like shit. Actually, it uh, sounds pretty yep. good tonight. That's <laughs> not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> well, you know it will at some yeah. point. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled and exciting episode of the Mixtape Podcast. I'm Jason Emmett.
3: Uh, I'm Stuart D. I'm Casey Masterpiece. Pim, Daddy Spag
1: Dog.
4: And Noah. Noah! <laughs> Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, buddy. I brought
1: the spawn with me.
4: Uh, tonight is a very special episode of the Mixtape Podcast, as we all die. Ah, oh, yes. I saw, I posted that thing on, uh, oh, we, we are on Twitter now. We are we are actually tweeting on Twitter now. Tweeting on Twitter. So you can go there and check that out. I actually posted that uh, thing on Twitter, and Spooky Bill was like, <laughs> what? Very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing a special episode where uh, we all eulogize, is that the correct yeah. word? Yeah, eulogize one another and give our uh, picks for a playlist for what we would play on each other's funerals. Um, this is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, this is what we're doing. Uh, the idea was actually given to me by somebody who's sitting in the studio tonight but uh, is not going to talk on the microphone, and that's okay. She doesn't have to.
3: I mean, if you change your mind, just
4: know. <laughs> But it sounded like a lot of fun to me, and of course, as soon as I pitched it out there, uh, one person in particular seemed to be having a really good time with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Won't mention He's any like, names, oh, but I'm, it was me. I'm all about it. We figure we kill enough people on the show, we might as well kill ourselves, right? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we are the
1: harbingers of death, after all. We kind <laughs> of
4: are. Uh, speaking of which, before we get started with the show proper. I really hope
1: it doesn't result
0: in one of us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it would be, th- we were. If that happens, we're stopping the show. Like We are not recording anymore.
0: Can, can it be Kevin? If <laughs> Stu would go Can on. Can it be me? <laughs>
3: uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. No, man. <laughs> like, You're we actually dumb.
4: like having you on yeah, the show. It doesn't need yeah. to be <laughs> one of you guys. We need to
3: continue our legacy after we die. You're the backup. <laughs> Who do you
4: think it should be? Stewie. Yeah. <laughs> General consensus says Stu. <laughs> the kids agree. He's like, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> All right, so actually before, so we weren't here, we didn't record uh, two weeks ago, Uh, it was somebody's birthday, he turned 33, and um, 57, well I don't know how old you are, 47, I was kidding, I I know what year you were born, (laughs) boring, (laughs) every, Um, I know what year you were born, Uh, and Casey and I had a project we were working on, and we really needed to get it done, so we just, we had to skip, so... But because of that, we missed some deaths, so we'll talk about them this week. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. If I can find, I've got shit everywhere. You should have seen me earlier tonight. People were really laughing. Is this the button I'm looking for? Where'd my penis go? It's not, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite, though. This is the button I'm looking for. Let's do some news. All right, so I really wanted to talk about a few of these because some of them are kind of major, um, and we didn't get to talk about them before, but songwriter Patsy Deuce passed away. Uh, she was famous for – I, I just scrolled my own screen, so don't ask me what she was famous for at this point because I don't know. <laughs> she was famous for giving us uh, the song Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. She was 81 years old when she passed away. Paul Mooney, who was writer, comedian, actor, he passed away at the age of 79. He had written for people like Richard Pryor and for shows like Good Times and Sanford and Son and, and, and Living Color. He started Sam Cooke in the Buddy Holly story. He was in Bustin' Loose, and he was in, in the Army now. So he passed away at the age of 79. Samuel E. Wright, the actor who voiced Sebastian the Crab in Disney's The Little Mermaid, he also sang uh, the film's Oscar-winning song, Under the Sea. He uh, died at the age of 74. Wright's role uh, uh, is a Jamaican crab and advisor to the—oh, to, to, God— <laughs> I, I can't hit it because someone else is already playing. Um, anyway, uh, he was a much loved. 1989 Disney film marked the high point of his lengthy career in uh, cinema, television, and theater. His daughter also confirmed his death to the Hollywood Reporter, describing her father as the brightest light. He played jazz musician Dizzy Gillespie in Clint Eastwood's Bird. Uh, biographical film about saxophonist Charlie Parker and also starred as Mufasa in the Lion King musical on Broadway. Uh,
3: I got a question. Was he buried under the sea?
4: <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> fuck uh, uh, Here we go. Anyway. That going to hell. His uh, greatest impact was felt in his hometown where he and members of his family set up the region's first performing art school a Hudson Valley conservatory. God, I
0: didn't think of that first. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course,
4: Emmy-winning actor Charles Grodin died. Uh, he starred in films like Beethoven and Midnight Run. He passed away at the age of 86 after a battle with bone cancer. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, it's going to suck. Uh, the Back to the Future musical hits London West, hit London West End in August of last year. Presumably, it is aiming for Broadway, uh, a stage musical with music and lyrics by Alvin Silvestri and Glenn Ballard and a book by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, adapted from the original screenplay. It actually premiered in February. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck this is. But Anyway, it's out there. Uh, we had mentioned a couple weeks ago about Marilyn Manson. Uh, well, we have an update. Uh, New Hampshire police issued a warrant for his arrest. Uh, <clears throat> the warrant was actually issued back in October of 2019, but they just made it public under in light of everything else that is currently going on. With Marilyn Manson, Ooh. the Warren is connected to an assault involving a videographer in a 2019 concert. Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, is wanted on two counts of misdemeanor and simple assault, stemming from an incident at uh, his some concert, the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. And go, it is really hard because I can see this going on. I just, uh,
1: <laughs> I promise we're not <laughs> laughing at you. Oh, I don't care if you <laughs> are. I'm just trying to come.
4: Like I can't do this. Uh, according to Guilford Police Chief Anthony burpee that's his name uh mr warner his agent and legal counsels have been aware of the warrant for some time and no effort has been made uh for him to return to new hampshire to answer the pending charges They also noted that the charges against manson are not sexual in nature each of the simple assault charges carry a jail sentence of up to one year and a minimum of a two thousand dollar fine manson's attorney called the charges ludicrous in an email to the times it is no secret Anyone who has attended a Marilyn Manson concert that he likes to be provocative on stage, especially in front of a camera. The misdemeanor claim was pursued after we received a demand from a venue videographer for more than $35,000 after a small amount of spit came into contact with their arm. If Marilyn Manson spit on me, I'd sue his ass too. Um, I
3: mean, who knows that that split contenders. You know (laughs) shit, right? Uh,
4: This news is hot on the heels of a series of misconduct allegations against Manson. Uh, Actor Evan Rachel Wood, whom Manson was briefly engaged to in 2010, accused him of sexual assault, domestic abuse, and psychological torture. At least 10 other women have accused Manson of abuse or harassment. Manson issued a broad statement denying any allegations of abuse Uh, and alleging that his intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual.
3: Isn't that what R. R. Kelly said?
4: Obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. Uh, Regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past, that is the truth, and I guess we shall see. We don't really like to pass judgment on people before we know the facts, but 10 women is a little hard to ignore, asshole. Uh, The 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. That's right. The new recruits are in and include Jay-Z, Charlie Patton, Kraftwerk, Billy Preston, Todd Rundgren, the Foo Fighters, Carol King, the Go-Go's, LL Cool J, Randy Rhodes, and one Miss Tina Turner. Not a bad lineup. And that's all I got for news. Although metal
1: got snubbed again this year with Iron Maiden.
4: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, some of these bands have been up for it many times. Foo Fighters have been up for it before. Tina Turner finally got it. Every year somebody gets in, they're going, they weren't already in. I mean, they only do so many. I
0: I think Iron Maiden should be in first before Foo Fighters because Foo Fighters
4: are a better band. They're younger. That age ain't nothing but a number. We learned that on the last episode. We did. <laughs> Age doesn't have anything to do with it. I mean, I, I don't know. I think Fires a bad band. Um, that's it. That's all I got for news. Um, we're gonna do a real quick, uh, and I mean real quick, because we're going into the show proper this week because we got a lot to break down here, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're gonna do the best we can. I don't. We're not gonna play all the songs because if we did that, we'd be here all freaking night. Uh, but it's going to be interesting because we all have things to read. So <laughs> uh, so we're going to kick into this, and we will be back in just like 30 seconds or something like that. Stuart, swear to God.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Mixtape Podcast.
0: Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. There you go. Now you got a couple extra lives to play with. You're welcome.
4: <coughs> so here we are. Tonight is a uh, very sad show. Um, I'm. <coughs>
1: <laughs> I think we're going to have a murder. On well, this. it's not sad anymore.
4: Uh. <laughs> Hey, yeah, can we be serious? Because I'm, I'm here to talk about a dear friend of mine who passed away. So the way this whole thing worked is we all, yes, we all drew a name, as we are apt to do, and that's the person we got to choose their funeral playlist, and we get to eulogize them. Eulogize. Oh, it just I doesn't sound I right. I Shut up, Stuart. Um, <coughs> we know, Stu. Uh... Oh, that's really apropos, because tonight we are here to remember Sean Spanky Spank Dog Banks. So Spanky was a friend, he was a father, a husband, and well, an all-around sum-a-bitch. He was loud at times, dressed like a homeless reject from the 70s, and looked a little like the insane love child of Tommy Chong and Jerry Garcia. He loved wrestling, he loved stupid humor, had excellent taste in most music, even though he did listen to ICP. Hey. Um, his shop steward, <laughs> his closest friends wanted me to add that we are grateful to have him as the handicap of our pool team. I okay. Um <laughs> They they asked me to put that in. I they called me and they said make sure you mention that he's the handicap. So I did. Um as many of you know, Spanky used to partake in herbal enjoyment, but stopped a while back. Uh, he did not, Quitter. however, stop indulging in other vices, such as food. Anyway, he recently decided to indulge again, and that is why we're here this evening. No, the herbal remedies did not do him in, but as many of you know, after partaking while listening to the vinyl of Pink Floyd, <laughs> w- <clears throat> wish you were here for over four hours, he decided he needed some Taco Bell, and so he climbed behind the wheel of a giant 74 Monte Carlo and drove to the fast food restaurant. This is really odd because while he used to own such a car, he has not owned one in many years, so we're not really sure where he got that car from. <laughs> um, I'll never tell <laughs> whoa, whoa. No, He's, he's lazy right now. Driving was also not the cause of his expiration. Uh, he could barely drive straight, stone sober, so remarkably enough, he drove better under the influence. Uh, he returned home and still in a bit of a cloudy haze, made a comment to a punk kid who was standing out in front of his parking space. It was the kid who lived next door. Real shit, from what he tells me. Anyway, the kid refused to move and made Spanky have to park crooked. Still, he went inside, ate his meal, and decided he was a little warm, so he opened the living room window and placed a fan in front of it, at which time the kid next door tossed a water balloon at the window. It struck the fan, and then our dear friend sending a surge of electricity through him. We always suspected Spanky would go out (laughs) riding the lightning. We just figured it would be for other reasons. (laughs) He leaves behind some kids who said they will miss him a little, and a wife who simply said, no comment. Oddly enough, the dog seems a little upset. He will be buried with his leather jacket because, let's be honest, that thing died a long time ago, and it's the only way we can get rid of it. There will be a small service followed by a raging party. A group of his friends have found a certain kid, and while we would never physically harm a young lad... We intend to scare the living hell out of him and torment him for the next few years and break him mentally. And now we're going to play a playlist of songs we feel are appropriate for tonight's special occasion. And here's the first song.
0: You can't do that, You're Trust me, I know. I fucking
4: hate you.
1: I really uh, do. The final
4: <laughs> countdown, Europe, 1986, off the album of the same name. The album was a huge commercial success, peaking at number eight on the U.S. Billboard 200. Written by Joey Tempest, it was based on a keyboard riff he made in the early 1980s, with lyrics inspired by David Bowie's Space Oddity. Originally made to just be a concert opener, it is the first single and title track from the band's third studio album. The single reached number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart, and I picked it because your life is ticking away, my friend, and you're on your way out, plus I know you hate this fucking song. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, if we're to be honest, that's why I picked the final countdown. You despise it, and I knew it. (laughs) I figured as much. But that's okay. I have more for you. This would be the next song on your list, and we're not going to play them all, but I'll play this one.
5: You're as <laughs> cold as ice You're willing
4: to sacrifice our love Cold as Ice, Foreigner, 1977 Also the first concert I ever saw uh, Off their self-titled debut album One of the best-known songs of the band in the U.S. It should fade, maybe There we go uh, peaking at number six on the Billboard Hot 100, it was initially the B side of some versions of, of some of the versions of "Feels Like the First Time." Um, basically, you're a corpse, dude, and you're cold as ice. That's why I picked this one. Yeah, thought it was funny. <coughs> the next one,
3: <laughs> it's almost like he's here with us. I know. It's like I hear
4: him speaking to me. You hear it too. It's yeah. very weird.
3: Mr. Spock, dog.
1: you dick, dude.
4: Na <laughs> 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 Na nah, hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye, originally recorded by the fake band Steam in 1969. It was redone in February of 1983 by Banana Rama. He released the song as a single from their album Deep Sea Skydiving. Skyving. Whatever. Uh, this version became a top ten hit in the United Kingdom, but never here, believe it or not. Um, and I picked it because, duh. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a goner. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted that one. Uh, the next song I picked that we will not be playing a clip from, but the next song we I picked was uh, "Burn in Hell by Twisted Sister. Uh. <laughs> Oddly enough,
1: that song was on my <laughs> list for
4: somebody else. 1984, off their uh, third studio album, Stay Hungry. You might remember this one from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The song is written from the (laughs) viewpoint of the devil who is welcoming someone into hell. Interesting fact, in a strange turn of events, the group was recording the tracks from the song at the record plant in New York City when the studio caught fire, and they had to finish the album in Los Angeles. Um I just picked this one because I have this feeling you're going to be welcomed in with open arms, man. Oh, I've so got a, <laughs> I got
1: a special spot right on the throne. Yes. <laughs> left. You're going to die on the throne like Elvis? No, not that throne. <laughs> Hell's throne. <laughs> and of I'm course the, I'm the new ruler. Didn't you know that?
4: Of where? Hell. You're not even the ruler of your house. You come like third <laughs> after Julie and the dog.
1: <laughs> hey, I'll get peace and quiet then. <laughs>
4: Um And then I have one more for you because, you know, I can't go out and being a complete jerk, so... In the future,
5: can't wait to see If you open up the gates for me All right, you Reminded redeemed yourself. Night <laughs> like they took my friend Try to black it out, but it plays again When it's real, feeling's hard to conceal Can't imagine all the pain I feel give anything
4: to hear half a breath I, I like I the dance moves, like Spank Dog.
1: Taken from the movie Rush Hour. <laughs>
4: I'll be missing you, Puff Daddy 1997, uh, recorded by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, featuring R&B group 112, It was written in memory of, uh, of course, Notorious B.I.G., samples of the police's 1983 hit song, Every Breath You Take, were not, they did not ask for permission to use this. This is really interesting. Uh, and the police sued, and they won 100% of the royalties for the song and reportedly earn over $2,000 a day from this song. Jeez. Thank you, Puff Daddy. But also, there's <laughs> actually a
0: video out of Sting.
4: Sting later performed yeah. the song alongside Puff Daddy and Evans in the 1997 Music Video Awards, uh, which, if you watched it, was really awkward and off-putting. It just Sting's kind of looking at him the whole time like, it was very weird. It wasn't around um, that
3: many black people, apparently. I so, don't think that's what it was. Uh, I think they were. Just I thought it was racist, you know, for staying just to be acting weird. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. What are you doing, man? I, 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 I tried to add jokes to a very somber occasion. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just not it, working. i oh, go
4: uh, back to the I deserve that. You're a dick. I
3: know.
0: Where'd my is, penis
2: go?
3: Um,
4: <laughs> anyway, after the. Uh, at the fortieth annual Grammy Award, the song won the Grammy Award for best rap performance by duo group. The single spent eleven weeks atop the u s billboard top one hundred uh in the end, dude, I would just be really sad and I would miss you if you if you died and throw you. a damn party <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you
4: what man I can't rewrite the, what I wrote but after
1: I die, I give you permission to dance on my grave ding dong the witch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's damn. your freebie tonight. No, that one's <sighs> for my
4: mother. Never mind.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well,
4: she doesn't listen to this, does she? No. I'm going to send her a message on Facebook. No comment.
1: Uh oh. Yeah, don't play any episodes. Um, for your brother, especially this one.
4: So the next one is uh, Stewie. Oh, crap. Picked. picked uh, picked Kevin oh. over there. So
3: it's gonna be a moment of silence, I'm assuming. Or? So
4: uh, Stu did pick the playlist. However, okay. yeah because of his grief and complete inability to write structured cohesive sentences and the fact <laughs> oh, <shit>. that <laughs> and the fact that he's extremely lazy, Stu asked me to write a little something <laughs> for KC. Fact. He did give me some notes, uh, most of which I ignored. Alright. <clears throat> fact again. From Stewie. Okay. <clears throat> Tonight we celebrate the life of hold on. Tonight we celebrate I can't do it. I just I don't have it in me. Sorry. Tonight we celebrate the life of Kevin Casey, Masterpiece Coleman. Was he a nerd? Yes, he was. This fact was confirmed by his brothers, his closest friends, the guy at the convenience store down the street, his last three, what, what? Oh, his only three girlfriends, a reporter from Channel Twelve News, his fourth, sixth, <laughs> eighth, eleventh, <laughs> and twelfth grade teachers, everyone here on the show, and his mom. Uh, did he listen to directions well? No, he did not. Not from me and not from the G.A.P.S. Seriously, I'll be surprised if he finds his way to heaven. Did women like him? Well, the fact that none are here tonight would suggest they did not. But we will let you be the judge. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) K.C. had spirit. The spirit of a 55-year-old man, to be precise, and the hair to match. (laughs) Wow. He spent a little too much time with his... Students, as he liked to call them. In air quotes. <laughs> and yes, he really was one who might be interested in reading books about about submarines. <laughs> but Stu, <still, laughs> at least he can read. I refer you back to the Dexter uh, Jackson segment. Uh, <laughs> he liked to drink a lot. Like a lot. A lot. Like so much that he started making beer so he could drink at home. And he will be m- remembered by our fans for his famous quote, I've been drinking, as well as for being the one with the slide whistle. As many of you know, Casey died with that slide whistle in his mouth. Extremely intoxicated on various forms of alcohol, completely naked and oiled up on a life-size chessboard after the giant bishop tipped over, knocking him down and crushing him. The coroner said he had a smile on his face, so we can assume he died happy.
1: If he had the slide whistle in his mouth, he was probably face down, deep-throating it.
4: Casey... (laughs) And Stu. <laughs> Casey and Stu apparently had some weird pact where they would delete the contents of one another's PCs. I'm sorry, Mac, in Kevin's case. Should anything happen to the other one, uh, please let it be known that I am now a bit traumatized by what Stu shared that he found. I was not aware that one could use a shoehorn for those purposes. Stew, on oh. the other hand, burned uh, Stu, on the other hand, burned those videos onto DVD and wanted me to thank Kevin for them. Um
2: wow. <laughs> Stu and Kevin
4: had their moments, but Stu has assured me that he will miss Kevin dearly. <laughs> he said he feels as though he not only lost a friend, but a father figure. Who knew? Stu asked that we let him put together a commemorative list of music to help celebrate his dear friend, and so, without further ado, we present to you Stu's tribute to KC, which feels a bit more like a celebration of Stewie. <laughs> still being alive rather than Kevin being dead. But, you know, most of them are catchy and you can dance to it. It's for so, you, dude. For you. Uh, the first one song to you is actually Tub Thumper by Chomba <laughs> 1997. It's the band's most successful single, peaking at number two in the UK singles chart. It topped the charts in Australia, Canada, Ireland, Italy. Italy, Italy oh, mother fuck. <laughs>
5: A stroke occurs when there is a lack I mean, of I'm blood the to a portion of the brain. Depending on which area of Apparently the brain the is affected, was out a stroke too. can cause speech it's impairments. He's been doing
4: that all night, which is probably why I'm having a stroke, because the damn thing's pissing me off. Italy, New Zealand, and hit number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Vocalist Dunstan Bruce retrospectively observed that before the group wrote it, they were in a mess. And we had become... Dr- I'm not trying to do a... Uh, I, don't, I think they're Irish, and I'm not doing that. Uh, we were in a mess. We had become directionless and disparate. Uh, he credited tub-thumping with changing that, telling The Guardian that it's not our most political or best song, but it brought us back together. The song is about us as a class and as a band. The beauty of it was we had no idea how big it would be. They said the song is about the resilience of us all, picked for the sense of irony, I assume, because this time Kevin got knocked down, And did not get back up again. (laughs) Death (laughs) kept him down. Jesus. It makes a lot more sense. I actually had a clip of that, but it's not on here for whatever reason. Damn it. I know. Son of a bitch. But the next one is, this is also from Stu to Kevin. Look, man, don't band read into it.
3: D- the band of your dreams? What's going on? Don't do read you know, into it. it. Finally.
2: finally.
4: Finally by CC Penniston. Uh, 1991, Peniston's first and biggest hit song. I mean, b- and biggest. Did she have any other hit songs? Yeah, I'm not aware of I don't think no. she did. Uh, peaking at number five on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in January of 92 and becoming her only U.S. top 10 hit today. I wrote these. You think I'd know that shit, right? You would think. Peniston was 21 years old when Finally was released. When asked about the song in 2012 interview, she said it was actually a poem that I had turned into a song, and it was the very first song that I had written. I was doing backup for someone else, and they asked if I had something else, and I was like, yeah, something I've written, and I didn't know if they'd like it. You know, you don't really understand your gifts at the po- at that point. So when he said, I have a hit, I was just like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, At the time, I didn't understand what it meant to have a number one song. I really had no idea. They said you have a hit on your hands and you're going to have to go to Europe. All of a sudden, I was traveling the world. One show turned into two. That little girl from Arizona was going everywhere. You know, I had been here and there a couple of trips, but nothing at all like this. Basically, she talked a lot for no reason. Uh, This one was picked because Stu's a dick. (laughs) 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 Um, <laughs> 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 I mean really Is there another reason <laughs> You were saying finally I mean you know But the next one's better And I think you'll appreciate this I think that you'll feel A little love with this one Ha <laughs> <laughs> Celebration, Cool and the Gang, released in 1980 uh, from their album Celebrate. It was the band's first and only single to reach number one in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Co-founder Ronald Bell, the group's saxophonist and musical arranger, explained the origins of the song. The initial idea came from the Quran. I was reading the passage where God was creating Adam, and the angels were celebrating and singing praises. That inspired me to write the basic chords, the line, everyone around the world, come on, Celebration. Uh, this one was picked because Stu is a giant dick. <laughs> so Last one because he's a dick. This one because he's a dirty asshole dick. oh God, that <laughs> doesn't sound good at all. That's way worse than I thought. So bad.
0: Is that like a dirty Sanchez? <laughs> <laughs> oh. so
4: Stu, he's quiet. <laughs> start calling you ass to mouth. To mouth? That's yeah. a dirty Sanchez. Mouth. Mouth. Ass to mouth. Uh, here's Stu's next one for you. Whether you're a brother or whether you're a mother, you're staying Alive. But if you're Kevin, you're not. Uh, 1977 off the album. Saturday Saturday Night Fever. Thank you. I have a final. (laughs) Uh, It was one of the Bee Gees' signature songs. In 2004, "Staying Alive was placed at number 189 on the list of Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Staying Alive climbed the charts to hit the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 the week of uh, July, or I'm sorry, February 4th, 1970. I saw the four. It threw me the fuck off. Uh, remaining there for four consecutive weeks, in the process, it became one of the band's most recognizable tunes, in part because of its place at the beginning of Saturday Night Fever. In the beginning, or in the. Motherfuck! God! I don't even know what I'm reading. Is this what it's like to be you? <laughs> you didn't see what I
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Slipped off the arms. Uh, um, I saw it, but I was trying not um, to laugh. <laughs> uh, I said in the beginning, but what I meant was in the United States, because they're really close. It would become the second of six consecutive number one singles tying the record with the Beatles for most consecutive number ones in the United States at the time. Does anybody know who came along and broke that record in the eighties? Michael Jackson. No. What? This is most consecutive. You're never gonna guess. Oh. Whitney Houston. What? She achieved seven consecutive number one hits. Wow. Uh, I don't. I assume Stu's trying to tell you that he. I don't know why he picked this song. He's going to stay alive even without you. You're staying Especially alive. Especially on Saturday night. Live. Hey, you're staying alive in our memory. <laughs> Maybe you died of a s- Thank you, Stanky. Yeah, Much fever. love to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last song Stewie picked was End of the Road by Boys to Men. Released in 1992, written by Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. I'm a little pissed off at Boys to Men right now, and that's a whole different story we can talk about later. I was, I was following them all on Twitter, and one had a link to his fucking page, and I clicked it and gave me a fucking virus. Thanks a lot, boys to men. <laughs> what? Uh, obviously, it was a fake account, but I didn't know that. It looked real. Uh, End of the Road achieved overwhelming domestic and international success. Also, it is considered one of the most successful songs of all time, not just for them. Damn. In the United States, end of the road spent a uh, then record-breaking 13 weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. A record broken later in the year by Whitney Houston. 14-week number one hit, I Will Always Love You. Damn, Whitney, she's just coming along kicking everybody's ass. Um, Boys to men would later match Houston's record with I'll Make Love to You. Which spent 14 weeks at number one in 1994. Really glad a student picked that song. That would have been
3: so funny. Now Stu, I you, you should have just totally went. I can feel you.
4: Oh, that's <too> Stu! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to go there, man.
1: <laughs> it's Stu. We expect nothing less. <laughs> I think she's. You remember, you, remember my every shirt, you remember my horror
4: hound shirt, right? Yes, yeah, like <laughs> I remember your horror <laughs> hound shirt. Kevin Christ.
0: might do anal too then. <laughs>
2: what
4: is uh, wrong with uh, you? Wait a minute. The? Hold on. I want to break down the structure of this sentence for a second. <laughs> Kevin might do anal too <laughs> sure. then. As if he's tried before and you said no. <laughs> Actually, the one time when he's drunk. Dude, you might just want to be quiet.
5: I don't really like my friends.
3: Um... Neither do I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the royal penis
4: is clean, Your Highness. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, they, won, they won. They won a Grammy in like 1993 for the song. They they they, they like sold like over a million units. Uh, I said, units. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, in the end, in full honesty, I think this is Stu's way of saying that you know, you guys have come to the end of the road, and he can't let go. Man, he can't let go. Thank you, and and he'll make love to you apparently. <laughs> yep, <laughs> anally while you're dead. <laughs> yep, because that's what he do. Uh, hell, at that point you can't
1: say no. So <laughs> you're, you're you're up,
4: man. I get to take a break. You're Actually, up. you two down. are up. So no. which one? Should we you guys second. pick which one? he' going first? Rock paper scissors. Don't matter to me.
1: Uh, all right, Kevin, all right. go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Well, we already know a couple of the songs. I, I will cut that bit out so they didn't hear that we already delivered those songs. And you'll have to edit this part I will, out of it, I will, too. So. No, yeah. I'll leave this in. They know I <laughs> fucked up. They just won't know how I fucked up. Ah, we will. <laughs> it's fine. The mystery. Yeah. We'll know. Um, yeah. Hey, well, Kevin. Yeah?
1: You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore.
3: Why, thank you. You're well, welcome. But Who did you get? I got me, dude. You got me. Jason, <laughs> he's, like, he's looking <laughs> at me. I'm like, what? Huh? I, I, I'm not much for words. <laughs> so I was, th- once I heard that Jay here had passed away. I was very emotionally distraught. Who's gonna be on the board? So, <laughs> thank fuck. you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided instead of a eulogy, I would get a poem from a good friend of Jay's, Miss. Maya Angelou. I didn't even know that they were friends, but we here were we very go. close.
4: We're up here hanging right now.
3: Lettuce. Lettuce. Onions. Cheese. <laughs> Baloney. Pickles of the <laughs> Dill. These are the smells that best describe Jason Emmett Cardell. With crooked, picky figures and hunchback gnome. That my friend was never whack. (laughs) In fact, he has shown much class despite his cartoonish lack of an (laughs) ass. His passing has caused such a sad sensation that I only hope he receives some gratification (laughs) from his auto-erratic asphyxiation. (laughs) May the almighty Lord... Guide him through the heavens door before the devil has time to pick his drunk ass up off the floor. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> With these words, I say goodbye to my favorite turd. Stay cool and chilly, Jason Emmett Cardell. Eat. Show it that was from Maya
4: Angelou. So. <laughs> yes, I, I remember that one. Yeah, boy, wow. I didn't know you guys
1: were too, you know, such close friends. That was, that was so beautiful, God. man. Was that, really was awesome. yeah, was that was awesome. That was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, my, my <laughs> Maya Angelou. I think he stole the, the show. The house just oh, from, my God. Brought <laughs> a tear to my eye. He you have have brought <laughs>
3: lots of tears <laughs> was very careful. He might have stole the show on that one. Oh, God. I he did. That was good. You want a slide whistle after that?
1: Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'll give him a slide whistle. He deserves it.
3: Let me try to do taps.
4: That was as beautiful as the poem. Whew. Um, <laughs> brain hurts. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. So apparently, I didn't, for some reason, put most of Kevin's on here. I don't know why. Uh, some of them. No, not really. Uh, Ke- Kevin's first song to me was uh, I Will Survive by Cake. We gee, you didn't hear that one before. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one we will play. Uh, we're going to go out on this song because I like this song a lot and I want to. But originally performed by American singer Gloria Gaynor, released in October of 1978. Cake covered the song in 1996. You guys all know this, right? Uh, on their album Fashion Nugget. Uh, in addition to many subtle changes, lead singer John McCrea altered the lyrics in an interview. He did not alter the lyrics in an interview. There was a period there. He altered the lyrics. Period. In lyrics? an interview, Gaynor stated she did not like Cake's version of the song because it used profanity. Oh. McCrea changed the phrase Dang. stupid lock to fucking lock, <gasps> uh, um, amongst other things he changed in the song. Um, I assume you picked this song because... Somehow, it's going to be a struggle. But somehow, you'll, you think you, you'll survive without me? Yeah, I think so. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> the next song. Plus, I like cake. <laughs> Everybody loves cake. Uh, the next the next song.
3: Cupcakes. Cupcakes?
4: <laughs> the next song on the list <laughs> is uh, Traveling Wilburys, End of the Line. Released in October 1988, it was the final track on their debut album, Traveling Wilburys, Volume 1. It was also issued as the band. Yes, I did. It was also. A, ooh, God! It was also issued as the band's yeah. second single in January of 1989. The uh, recording featured all of. The, see, we didn't get here before. It re- yeah. re- the recording featured all of the Wilberries but one. Can you guys guess which Wilbury did not make it on this recording? Was it Dylan? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said that isn't like. Well, yeah, it was Dylan. Uh, yeah, Bob Dylan was the only one not there. Uh, uh, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, Roy Orbison sing the chorus in turn while Tom Petty sings the verses. Uh, actually, it was released, I believe, either right before or right after Roy Orbison died. And they, like, feature him in the video through some stuff. But I think I think it came out, like, right after he passed. I believe it was after. So he barely made it on it, too. So, yeah. Um, I assume this is just because it's all over for me. Yeah, and line. I'm at the end of the line. the line. Oh yeah, we're all eyeballing your cupcake. <laughs> yeah, we, we totally actual, actual cupcake. <laughs> don't no, Stu. Now you just basically told Stu he could eat 11 nope. cupcakes, <laughs> and don't think he won't. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Did you spoken uh, like a true spawn. Did you see <laughs> what I posted from last Friday? My kids are here. We're all playing Mario Kart. Uh, oh, yeah. And <laughs> Stu goes, what's for dessert? And Xander goes, your, your, your mom. mom. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the next song uh, Casey dedicates to me is Great Wide Open by Tom Petty. And I swear I had this. I didn't know why it didn't make it on here, but it didn't. Uh, 1991 off the album of the same name. The song reached number four on the U.S. Billboard Album Rock Tracks chart. And we all remember the video that featured... Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Uh, rumor has it it was originally supposed to be Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder who were dating at one point, but they broke Jump up.
0: Bust for shoplifting, right? Nah, this was well way she before She did then. get busted it for is, shoplifting,
4: yeah. but that's not why. Yeah. Oh. They split up uh, before they started filming the video, and so Gabrielle Anwar was used instead because uh, I assume you picked this because I'm going into the great wide open. Hey, okay. You tell me. <laughs> Why'd you pick this song, Kev?
3: Because I like Burn Notice, and you know I think Gabrielle Anwar is on that. She is. Mm.
4: Hmm. That's it. Yeah, okay. That's a good mm, idea. It's a good, good reason. Jerk.
3: Rebel without a clue. So, there you
4: go. Um... Who played Who played the roadie named Bart in the video? Tom Petty. Here you go. Damn, he's on it. Yeah. Proud of you, man. Well, Not well. for much, but for that at <laughs> least. Well, I've been <laughs> drinking, <laughs> so <that helps. laughs> uh, The next song, Kev, do, uh, donates to me. Motherfuck, what the hell is happening to me tonight? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I mean, I can't keep hitting the stroke sounder, but I'll do it again. <laughs> we might have to get a new stroke sound. he <laughs> 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 go. uh, got the eye at that time. <laughs> hey, you want to know what Stewie's stroke sound is? Creaky, creaky, creaky. And
0: where'd my penis go?
4: That's my favorite sounder <laughs> now. <laughs> I just, just want to let everybody know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <sighs> The next song Casey dedicates to me is this one.
3: Don't Look Back in Anger.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You say?
4: Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis, written by Noel Gallagher. The song was produced by Gallagher and Owen Morris, released on February 19, 1996, as the fourth single from their second studio album, What's the Story Morning Glory? Uh... It became Oasis's oh, that's not fun to say Oasis's Oasis's second single to reach number one in the UK single charts, where it also went platinum. It was the first Oasis single with lead vocals by Noel, who had previously only sung lead on B sides instead of his brother Liam. Why the hell did you choose Don't Look Back in Anger?
3: I don't know. I mean (laughs) He was mad that you're gone. Yeah. I mean, I figure, you know, you don't want to look back but you can't look back when you're dead. So we like just
4: thought like maybe like, <coughs> <coughs> like maybe it was something to do with y'all was getting ready to go to the funeral and like, uh, Sally got hung up and you told her she's gonna have to wait or some shit cause we <laughs> yeah
0: it really confused me
4: yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my reason that's what yeah, I meant just go with that when it was that's, that's yeah, what yeah, I meant yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's what it was uh-huh. <laughs> and the last one KC dedicates to me dead wrong. It's weird that you got <laughs> 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 one in a million. <laughs> uh, you guys kind of went with the uh, boys to men thing here, but here you go. I knew that was going
3: to be pretty popular
4: tonight.
2: the to rain. It's so hard, hard to say goodbye ah, to yesterday. Day.
4: Baby, I know you hurt me real bad. That's not what the one dude does. That's <laughs> <laughs> his whole purpose. He has a cane and he talks. So bold, he's not the man now.
3: What? He's dead? dead? No, no. No, he's, he's not, not, not dead. He's not in the band he's he's anymore.
4: What band? Didn't they just tour like about four years ago or something to today. I. He left. Because Pentatonics needed a new bass singer.
2: <laughs> so, so if
0: bo- they were boys men back in the day, are they men to seniors now?
4: That would be better. Yeah. yeah I guess Close to death. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this one could have u- uh, been used on our songs you didn't know were remakes list because it yep. was originally written by Motown husband and wife songwriting team Freddie Perrin and Christine Yarian for the 1975 film Coolie High. That's right. Uh, and performed by CG, whoever the hell that is, I do not know, but that's who performed it for Cooley High. Did you know that? I've actually got the I didn't either. on vinyl. I oh. did not know this was a remake. I never knew. Uh, the Boys to Men version was recorded in an a cappella version 16 years later, released as a single. Boys to Men's recording of It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and reached number one on the Hot RB Singles Chart in December of 1991. The track was included on Boys to Men's first album. What was their first album? Was it Crossroads? No, that's not. That's Boys to Men. that's that's not. Boys to Men. Boys to Men. No, I don't. Know. Cooley High Harmony. Um, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, that's, that's album. Yeah, that's what I
4: said. That's what I meant. Like, um, Crossroads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've lost my place now. That would have been
3: a good one for the list.
4: It's name a reference to the film from which the song originated. The music video for the song featured archive footage of Jim Henson, Sammy Davis Jr., and Gilda Radner who all had passed away one to two years before. I think this is because in the end you're just going to be really heartbroken and it's going to be hard to say goodbye. I just like the song. I knew you were going to be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> ah, that, that's uh, well, we're tossing this one to you. Damn it. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who I got. <laughs> uh, shit. Hey, wait, something got left out of my thing for you, because I said something about missing the uh, Krusty the Clown laugh. I don't know what happened to that. That was part of it. It got lost. Because he laughs like fucking Krusty the Clown. You'll hear it from now on. <laughs> yeah, it, it does sometimes. All the time. It's fucking Krusty. <laughs> Save it for the Patreon. <laughs> Uh, so, the Spank Dog got Stewie. Damn it.
1: <laughs>
4: this is going to be great. Is yeah, gonna this be is going to be good.
1: <laughs> well, what can I say about Stew? I'm going to give it my best shot. But I will say for the opening, there's no way that I could do this. I had to call up a friend to do the intro for us.
5: What? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's from Let's Go Crazy, Prince 1984. Yes. Prince's second number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Off the Purple Rain album. The song is thought to be. Uh, I lost my place. Anyway. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's supposed to be uh, Exhortation to Follow Christian Ethics with the D Elevator, of the lyrics being a metaphor of the devil. Following Prince's death, the song recharted on the Hot 100 singles chart at number 39 and rose to number 25 by the week of May 14, 2016. As of April 30th, 2016, it is sold. This is a weird fucking number, 964,403 copies in the United States, and I throw it back over to you, sir. All right, now
1: most of us who knew Stu, Stu was a fan of a certain car culture that we all had an admiration for, but then again, what car enthusiast doesn't like the lowrider? He always thought he would find him a honey to ride with him. He told us that he would make his move whenever he had to stop at a red light, and he would lean over and try to give them a kiss. Let's they always shot him down, and he would have to go home alone. Well, this took a toll on him, and he figured since he couldn't get no Lovins when he al- he always went home alone, locked the door, lit a candle to set the mood, turned on his CD player, and gave himself a good stroke. <laughs>
2: get Let's get it on. Love, baby.
1: Let's get kind of lengthy after years of loneliness Sugar. he took up drinking <laughs> and he would get so drunk that we all feared for his personal well-being He used to tell us it was nothing, but we knew he was slowly killing himself. It was almost like he was trying to end it all. two paragraphs on this. I don't know where play, where As many of you know, <laughs> Stu loved his mother. I don't, I don't and know. she is no longer with us. And we were all there when Stu died. He mustered up enough strength and with his dying breath, he said, Mama, I'm coming home.
4: <laughs> I don't have that
1: one. He used to make wise cracks <laughs> by saying that when his time was up, he had one specific request for his wake.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you can put my mind ease if you feel my last request.
2: I
0: I hate you
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so the no, I was I, actually I, was, I will say I was going to use the whole burning hell thing, but you guys <laughs> ruined that one for me. <laughs> so
4: he referenced uh, "Low Rider" by Ward, 1975, uh, off the "Why Can't We Be Friends" album, according to All Music Review of the song. The lyrics take the cool, laid-back image of the low rider, the Chicano culture practice of hydraulically hot rodding classic cars, and using innuendo extends the image of a lifestyle. I said using innuendo. In your end, though. Thank you. God, guys. The song features a driving bass line by B.B. Dickerson, which is present almost throughout, and an alto saxophone riff by Charles Miller, who also takes lead vocals. uh, It has been featured in so many movies like Up in Smoke, Dazed and Confused, Gone in 60 Seconds, and in the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas video game. (laughs) He also referenced the song "Prince" or "Kiss" by Prince in 1986 uh, off the album Parade. It was number one hit uh, worldwide, holding the top spot of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart for two weeks. Certified gold in 1986 for sales of one million copies. Ranked at number 464 on the Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Following Prince's death in April 2016, this one also recharted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 28. And jumped to number 23 a week later. It started as a rough acoustic demo. This is so Prince. Uh, it started as a rough acoustic demo with a verse and chorus written by Prince. He gave this demo to the funk band Maserati, um, <clears throat> who approached him for an extra song for their debut album. They worked on it with producer David Z in Sunset Sound Studio 2, while Prince was working in studio uh, next door, Studio 3. Eventually, Prince decided he actually wanted to finish the song himself. Uh, he retained a lot of the elements they had added. The band was then upset when they did not receive a writing credit for the song. Warner Brothers didn't want to release this song. But Prince insisted, so in your face, Warner Brothers. Uh, also on that list was Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye, 1973, <laughs> Stu's Masturbation <laughs> Song. Stroking of the tic-tac,
3: huh, Stu? This comes off... <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Stroking... The Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly wow. enough, that's the social media site Stu tried to launch, Tic Tac. <laughs> hey, no problem
0: putting it in your mouth. <laughs> the royal penis is clean, your highness.
4: Uh, you said put it in your mouth. That's just yeah. what follows. Uh, this, this came off the album of the same name. The song features sexual lyricism and funk instrumentation by the Funk Brothers. Written by Marvin Gaye and produced by Ed Townsend, it became Gaye's most successful single for Motown and one of his most well-known songs and gave him a reputation as a sex symbol. Originally conceived by Townsend after he was released from a re... Oop, I just clicked something on my phone. After he was released... <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I'm trying to go with it. ...from a alcohol rehab center... I don't know what comes after that. I don't know where the hell I'm at. Uh, I think better you, hurry, I gotta fart. It was wit. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> why do I need to speed up because you have to fart? <laughs> what like if I read faster does it stop yeah. you from farting? Well it I'm going to read yeah. really fucking fast like as fast as I can. If you got it a light, was written right one I have to read. Oh. Hey dude if you if you rip one I'm going to when you're done I'm going to look at you and say I bet that one's going to itch later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> try not to breathe it might might actually I said that to my dad the other day. He ripped one. I was like, "Bet that's gonna itch later." <laughs> um, wow. Uh, it, it was written with a religious theme actually, and Gay con- uh, Gay confidant Kenneth Stover changed some of the words around as a political song, and Gay recorded this version as it was written. But Townsend protested that the song wasn't politically conscious, but a song dedicated to love and sex. Gay and Townsend collaborated on a new on new lyrics, and using the original backing tracks, they recorded. Gay transformed the song into an emotional centerpiece. Suicide Solution by Ozzy Osbourne, 1980, off Blizzard of Oz. Uh, Osbourne said in 1991 that the song was about the alcohol-related death of ACDC's Bon Scott in 1980. But Bob Daisley revealed in 2002 that he had Osbourne himself in mind when he wrote the lyrics. On uh, November 1st, 1985, a lawsuit against Osborne and CBS Records was filed by the parents of John McCollum, a teenager who committed suicide allegedly after listening to this song. The plaintiffs, however, failed to prove that Osborne had any responsibility for the teenager's death. Uh, The plaintiff's attorney alleged that a line in the song stated, Why try, get the gun, and shoot? Lyricist Daisley and Osborne himself both claimed that the line actually says, Get the flaps out, flaps they insisted, was an English vulgar slang term for vagina. Get the vagina out and shoot. Uh, Don Arden, Black Sabbath's former manager and the father of Sharon Osborne, this is so good, is on record as having said of the song's controversial lyrics. To be perfectly honest, I would be doubtful as to whether Mr. Osborne knew the meaning of the lyrics. <laughs> if there was any meaning... Because he is because his command of the English language is minimal. That's his father in law. <laughs> Jesus. Uh and last or not last on the list, uh, Mama I'm Coming Home, Ozzy, nineteen ninety one, No More Tears, my favorite Ozzy album. Uh, Osborne's only solo top forty single on the Billboard Hot One Hundred chart, peaking at number twenty eight. His only other top forty hit being What song? Crazy True? No. It was a duet. That's what I was going to go. Oh. Through. Close your eyes. Close your eyes forever. Which he sang with. The Ford. I know. I knew you knew, but I wanted you to say it. Uh, oh. And his and his feature on the 2019 Post Malone, he's featured on, it is featured on the night to fucking de- de- shit de- de- bitch de- de- ass. De- de-
2: <laughs> a stroke occurs when there <laughs> is a lack of blood. Stroke of to Tourette's. Right into Tourette's. Do you smell <laughs> <speech> toast? <impairments>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I smell <Maybe>. foot. <laughs>
4: What? Okay, the Tourettes jump from muted. <laughs> I'm just—I don't know Apparently. what's happening. Uh, anyway, it was featured in the 2019 post Malone song "Take What You Want," both of which peaked at number eight. There you go. And the last song on Spanked Dog's yeah. list was "Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox If I Die" by Joe Diffie, written by Kerry blood. Kirk Phillips, Howard. Purdue and Rick Blaylock, and recorded by American country singer Joe Diffie. It was released in July of 1993 as the second single from his CD, Honky Tonk Attitude. It peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks. The song begins at a slow pace, accompanied by piano, with the narrator explaining that he has no fear of dying, but that he wants to go on being himself after he does die. In 1999, the song was part of a lawsuit. When another songwriter named Everett Ellis attempted to sue the writers of Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox, as he thought that the song infringed on a copyright of his own composition, Lay Me Out by the Jukebox When I Die. That's all I got.
1: Now, I will say that that song did not come from me. Uh-huh. My wife <laughs> contributed that one. <laughs> Thanks, Julie.
4: <laughs> now, that's everybody, right? <clears throat> Four? That's four, but there's somebody else joining a us fifth. on the microphone tonight. Oh, damn it. See, I was warned <laughs> you might be showing up. <laughs> <laughs> and so That's we shouldn't have You shouldn't <laughs> have told That's him. That's why now. I asked
1: you, did you want me to tell him you're coming or not? And you said,
5: oh, go ahead. Yeah, but you know I don't think things through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it's, what was coming. So you know oh, I, we I know don't this.
4: think things through. Well, you know what? <laughs> Just hey, remember, yeah. hey,
1: we love you, son.
4: Now look, man. We don't want to play around with the deaths of any of our children. None of them. Even the ones that don't have children. Or, even the or all the ones he's already killed by shooting them on the floor over here. <laughs> Jesus. In <laughs> a sock. In a sock. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> in a sock. He admits it.
3: <laughs> They're in a tissue somewhere in Mount <sighs> Rumpke. Why?
4: Why Mount Healthy? No, R- Mount Rumpke. Rump- 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 oh, Mount Rumpke. Rump- Rump- that yeah, makes yeah. way more sense <laughs> than Mount Healthy. I don't know How where I was going.
1: All them knuckle children gone. Oh, God. <laughs> see what I started? All that
4: baby gravy going away. Here we go. What is uh, it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I opened the door. And we just... And they rushed in, buddy. Come right on in.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> wall to wall.
4: Anyway, we don't want to mess with talking From about... Window, we can talk about the deaths of each wall. other, but not about our kids. So, oh, Noah see, see, see. Noah will live. He will live to... to spread the legacy of the Mixtape crew. Still, we cannot let him off the show without a story and a playlist. So here goes. (sighs) After his father fell tragedy to the water balloon incident, Noah went on to take over the Mixtape podcast. However, being born in the 2000s meant he knew very little about good music, cartoons, fashion, or movies. He decided to dye his hair neon green and pink, dropped out of normal society, and started a cult who based their entire life structure around philosophies of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, so that they might grow up to be somewhat decent human beings instead of annoying millenni- millennials who wear band shirts from bands they have never listened to. Within five years, his following had grown to thousands, <laughs> and the government, seeing them as a threat to their current way of life, attempted to stop them. Using the power of the awesome decades, Noah's follow- followers overthrew their oppressors and ushered in a new age. Think the original Bill and Ted movies. Where kids watched cartoons on Saturday mornings, people hung out in person instead of online, movies had actual good writing, and music had purpose and totally rocked. Was it perfect? No. Station. There were missteps. For example, Noah's mullet phase and the reintroduction of shoulder pads for women. There was also this thing where he tried to insist that the only phones that were allowed to be used had to be either rotary plastic neon see-through or Garfield phones. (laughs) It was very weird. But mostly it was awesome, and because of his bad Noah went on to live a happy life for many years. And so here is your playlist. The first song we would put on your playlist is Only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel, 1977. Off the album Stranger. It was controversial for its time. This really isn't appropriate, but we're going to do it anyway. With the lyrics written from the perspective of a young man determined to have sex with a Catholic schoolgirl. The song was inspired by a high school crush of Joel's. Attempts to censor the song made it more popular after religious groups considered it anti-Catholic and pressured radio stations to remove it from their playlist. Joel said, when I wrote Only the Good Die Young, the point of the song wasn't so much anti-Catholic as pro-lust. The minute they banned it, the album started shooting up the charts. In a 2008 interview, Joel also pointed out one part of the lyrics that they all seem to miss. The boy in the song fails to get anywhere with the girl, and she keeps her chastity. Uh, The next song is not one of the songs we picked. You're disturbing me, dude. The next song (laughs) (laughs) is Forever Young by Alphaville. Picked it because I really like this song. <laughs> "Forever Young" by Alf Althav- Alf. I'm not. I can't keep Should it. We but but to the maybe <laughs> it's possible. I don't. I've been drinking. One. I had one. Uh, German synth pop band Alphaville's 1984 debut album of the same name. The single initially reached number 93 in 1995 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 on the top 40 in the U.S. Hot Dance Music Club singles. When the song was re-released in 1988, the song managed to peak at number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100. The next one was suggested by your father. Oh, great. It's not bad. We're, it's, it's really not bad. And this should be on here, because I know I had this song. You know, sound pissed, because it should be on here. Uh, this thing was acting up really bad. <laughs> they all got to see it, I swear. Uh... I'm Bad, I'm Nationwide by ZZ Top, 1977 off Du DeGuelo. De 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 I don't know how the fuck you say it. DeGuelo, I don't know. The song was inspired by Texas blues musician Joey Long, who was good friends with the band. As Billy Gibson tells it, Long didn't have a driver's license, but he always had a new Cadillac that his wife Barbarella drove him to gigs in. Gibson played a multi-stringed mandolin-like instrument from... Perala, Mexico, that Joey gave him for part of the track. Uh, The next one on your playlist would be We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister, 1984. Off the album, Stay Hungry. The single reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, making it Twisted Sister's only top 40 single. The song was ranked number 47 on the 100 Greatest Songs of the 80s. I said that all kind of wrong, but it still made sense. And uh, at 21 on VH1's 100 Greatest One-Hit Wonders of the 80s. It's really weird for me to think that Twisted Sister was a one-hit wonder, but they really were. He had no other hits. I'm, I'm a big D. Snyder fan, by the way. Like, as a person, he's actually a really cool dude. Hmm. He had a podcast for a while. It was great. It was called D Speaks. It was really cool. Anyway, um... Yeah, so uh, it sold over 500,000 copies, and according to Dee Snyder, the song found inspiration from the band, you're going to love this, found inspiration from the band Slade, and the Christmas carol, O Come All Ye Faithful, and now that's all I fucking hear whenever I hear, we're not going to take it, (laughs) is O Come All Ye Faithful, Joyful, (laughs) that's all I hear, that's it, that's all I can hear now. Uh, and then he, along with Chris Angel, a few years back, actually, Chris Angel approached D. Snyder and asked him if they could do a new version of the song, which D. Snyder sang for a charity for like I think it's something to do with kids with cancer. And they slow down, and it's it's actually really good if you haven't heard the remake that he did, and like all the pro, uh, all the proceeds of that went to charity. So it's they slow it down and make it like a slow. Nice. We're not going to take it. And it's about like kids fighting cancer. It's pretty cool. Uh, And the last song on your list would be We Are the Champions by Queen, 1977, off the album, News of the World. Probably my favorite Queen album. Uh, Written by lead singer Freddie Mercury, the song was a worldwide success, reaching number two in the U.K. singles chart, number four on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States, number three in Canada, and the top ten in many, many other countries. So there you go. that's it. That's what we got. Oh, I always say Canadia. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I speak, Canadia. That's where all the Canadian goose geese are from, from Canadia. <laughs> yep. uh, I don't know how the fuck we did this, but we're only at an hour and 11 minutes, and so now we got a vamp. Oh, shit. We We can't just leave it there. <laughs> so let's discuss... Songs that didn't make the list that we all considered Uh, making the list. father, Highway to Hell. (laughs) (laughs) I think Highway to Hell was considered by every one of us, probably. Hell's Bells was considered by me as well. There were a few that I... uh, They're fitting. Another one bites the dust. (laughs) I thought about that for a minute, I wouldn't have been I'm really
0: surprised you didn't do that
4: one. Yeah, I didn't want to go with the obvious stuff. I mean, I really figured Home Sweet Home would make it under yours. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, oh shit, can I change my list now? <laughs> yeah, but
0: it wouldn't have been f- as funny.
3: <laughs> I thought about Yakety Sax, but I uh, wasn't quite yak- sure when that was made. Uh, yeah, we
4: weren't sure when Yakety Sax was actually recorded. Uh, so. This is
3: like the theme song to Benny Hill, if any of you guys remember
4: that. <laughs> Please stop. Please proceed. Oh, yeah, go no. No, I want to <laughs> no, go hear, for it. I want to no. hear it's your version it's of it's Yakety Sax, dude. Impression. Yeah. Please. Go for it. Do it. And go. No. And go. Want to use the slide whistle? No. All
3: right.
4: Please use the slide
0: whistle. I'm not,
4: no. Let's you hear Yakety Sacks. So, because they don't know what it is. They need to know.
3: <laughs>
4: Was that the horn from the Dukes of Hazzard yes, car? Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> in, in, in my I'm,
0: I'm interpreting.
4: The Dukes of Hazzard. He's out. interpreting. I'm interpreting. Interpreting.
3: Interpreting. Is that what you do when you light the candle in your room? <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you interpretate? <laughs> no. Oh God, I Kev. set the mood. <laughs> <laughs> but you're alone. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to set the mood do you for have yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Is there really a mood set? You know you're gonna cry afterward. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes during. We've talked about Sometimes it. Sometimes before. <laughs> Well, I can't believe I'm gonna do gonna this, this again. Why do I do this so much? Or well, knowing Stewie, all three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a two-minute cry. <laughs> <laughs> what? He what? uses
3: his tears as lube. Oh my God! Yeah. This is okay. This is why we don't <laughs> little vamp little on the show. Yeah. A little too raw, Sorry. I
4: feel like he said the same thing in a previous. He episode. I have. <laughs> Yeah. I have. Uh, You're pulling something up over there. I'm trying to, as soon as I get a good connection here, I'm trying to pull up Yakety sacks. Yakety sacks. (laughs) Were you trying to figure out what year it was recorded? Because we couldn't. uh, Yeah. uh, Well, it wasn't on my list. That was on Casey's list.
3: Probably 1950s or 60s.
4: So when this this was presented to me, the idea just really struck me as funny, and I'm like, I just want to hear what each person has to say. And originally it was just supposed to be songs. And then uh, Spank over here was like, I'm going to write something for Stu. <laughs> That's not Yakety Sax, man. That's yeah, Yakety go, yeah. Dude, it sounded, I mean, it was pretty close. dead on. It was pretty close, Like, yeah. is that Stu or is that your phone? I can't tell the difference. Is it live or is it Memorex? Or is it Stu no <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Two? laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: You can't see his face. That's the best.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> why do you? Why do you pull your chin in? I don't know. Why do? You <laughs> it's not just. Like <laughs> why does LL Cool J lick his lips? Ooh, do a LL Cool J impression for do us. Do it.
3: Mama say knock you out. Come on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. I did. Uh, we'll I licked wait. My lip. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> so, Spanky over here decided he had to write something. I was like, I was kind of considering it too. So, yeah, I knew he wouldn't write anything. Nope. I was not even going to pretend like he was gonna, yeah. especially
0: reading it that long. I,
4: <laughs> I, it wasn't even that long. It was like that's what she said. <laughs> two paragraphs. So you wrote that whole poem, ma'am? No, Maya Angelou. I'm sorry. You, as Maya Angelou, wrote that whole poem. Yes. How long did it take you?
3: Um well, took me about thirty minutes, I
4: guess. Yeah. <laughs> At least you put some thought into my death, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Who
3: edited it yeah. for you? Yeah. Hmm? No, it's just me. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's just me, man. Yeah, just, man. Me. It's it's just, just me. Just me. All, all the time.
4: Uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, we can vamp, but I don't have much more to vamp about. I'm just really shocked. I'd have put more music in if I'd have known. Yeah, let, here. Um, wait, wait, wait. But we are trying to. Oh God. Oh, oh, oh he's shit. got his. He's got his oh, songs. Yeah. He considered adding list.
3: Uh, let's see. Um, I oh. mean, hey, this is. Woman man. Poem Sorry, I thought he was gonna- <laughs> from Miss Maya Angelou. Oh, no, Whoa, this man. one Whoa. Oh, is oh, for Mister Noah Banks here. Um,
4: oh, you wrote yeah. a poem for Noah? Oh yeah. God, this oh. could this is, get this really is, weird. This is
3: straight off the dome here. I'm just going to practice. Uh, just say this could get creepy. Cheese, onions, chili, hot dog franks. <laughs> this is about the job of Mister Noah Banks. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> With hair. Some say, looks like the Joker, this son of a former Midnight Toker, <laughs> is a proud member of the Mixtape podcast that will hopefully outlast our deaths. Thank you. Miss <laughs> My Angelou. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, is that really written in that book? No, I just you <laughs> literally just <laughs> yeah, made that shit up, motherfucker, motherfucker like Eminem over there. Off the top <laughs> of shit just <laughs> we need to give him a beat. <laughs> 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 well, I'm here to say my name is <laughs> 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 What your name what? <laughs> what The fact that on, is like, special. K. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm here to say my name is Special K <laughs>
3: Oh god yeah, you special uh-huh. alright <laughs> Oh my
4: god <laughs> You really just made that poem up
3: Yeah I mean I mean, I got the poem where I wrote and,
1: and I just kind of like worked off of that Ah
3: where'd so. he go <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I lost him in the In the headset I there Oh do. yeah don't know, man. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> still
4: sitting right there. I, I knew know. it was going to be good after the like blatant skyline reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's where <laughs> I did I you mean to make a, a skyline reference? Well,
3: I figured. I mean, I, I was just trying to go by yours. I just I we, go should with we, we with explain
4: it. to listeners at home what the hell skyline is because they probably don't fucking know.
3: No, no. I mean Cincinnati chili
4: culture. Yeah. So we had friends come in. Uh, actually, one Mr. Matt Brown, who's probably listening to this right now. Matt, we're talking about you again. And uh, he comes into town. He's like, I got to try the Skyline you guys keep talking about. So we take him to Skyline. So and bad. he walks up and he's like, Oh, I love Skyline. But he walks up and he goes, we'll Get a bowl of chili. I'm like, No. 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 fucking got a bowl of chili. He's like, What do you mean? I'm like, You don't just eat a fucking bowl of Skyline. Got to have That's at least a four way or a three way. Yeah. So try
0: explaining this that to real people. Quick.
4: I'm like, you got to get a three way, man.
0: Yep. Yeah, I didn't like it <laughs> first
4: either. And this, is, this is one of those few states where we can talk about playing with cornhole and having a three-way and not mean anything bad Or four-way it. or five-way.
3: Invite the family. Yeah. You know?
4: <laughs> have the family over for some three-ways in cornhole. Because <laughs> apparently in a lot of states, they don't call it cornhole. Bag toss. They call it, which isn't much better, but yes. Clean bag toss. Bean whatever. bag toss, bag toss, yeah. You know. <laughs> but uh, around here, you know, we say I'm going to go have a three-way and people get really excited and you're like, no, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you think. Trust me, cost about the same, but not, you know. <laughs> this is the Midwest. You guys figured it out. Well, the fucking chili cheese fries cost me like half of my paycheck. Oh, okay. They're fucking yeah, they're delicious. Expensive. But they're good. <laughs> they're really good. They just so cost are, a lot. So,
0: regular. Wait, no. so when we talk
4: about Skyline, we shut up? There's, uh, <laughs> there's a place here in town, Skyline and Gold Star, <laughs> Cincinnati-style chili, and it's not Skyline's normal different. chili. It's also
1: the biggest debate
4: in Cincinnati. No, it's, it's not a debate. Skyline. Not Skyline. Not debate. Skyline. Skyline, Skyline is the best. <laughs> Skyline. That's, That's fucking Skyline. I like Skyline, Frozen, but and Gold Star Fresh. You know what, I like? You know, Sky- what I like? you know what I like about... You can burn in hell for that one. You know yeah. what I do like about uh, Gold Star is uh, nobody fucking at home cares about this shit, but they have crinkle fries. That's the one thing. Okay, do yeah. Whoa, I'll fries. admit, yeah, I like their fries better. Because they have crinkle cut fries. But other than that, nobody at home gives a fuck what we are talking about right now. I'm probably one of the greatest things I'm split
3: down the middle with those two.
4: Gold Star... I'll eat either. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Gold Star is the chum bucket of our area. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do like me some
0: chum. <laughs> S-
4: shut up, Stewie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, that's so good. He's, he's no. Well, we'll work you up to it. For me, it's fuck off, Stuart. So we'll get, we'll you, get you there, there. Yeah, we'll get you <laughs> when give your dad gives you permission. Give us a couple more months. That <laughs> <laughs> I <got>, is <laughs> <you. It's> legal. <laughs> Two more months, I'm 18. I'll, then I'll be good. Yeah. Then fuck you, dude. Like, he can <laughs> say what he wants. Exactly. Um, <laughs> then he's legal to touch. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I'm never coming what back. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you just said? Right. No. Then he's legal to touch. Oh we're going to get canceled. <laughs> no, Stewie's going to get canceled. Yeah, dude, here, th- we can see your hand motion, but the people at home just heard you say, then he's legal to touch. <laughs> you As freaking molester. Don't really Jeez. I don't know whether
1: to laugh or be offended. And when for offended, <laughs> just be offended. <laughs> uh.
4: So I'm going to give my top respects for We're the KC lose tonight. Half of our listeners. That was wonderful. That was pretty brilliant. Yeah, that was that was very good. I mean, thanks for hitting all my low self esteem points <laughs> in one speech. <laughs> Crooked fingers, no ass, hunchback. Hunchback. That was the best. <laughs> thanks. I don't. I don't have a complex about that one at all. As far as the being drunk and pick me off the floor, you know, I'm really fucking kudos because it's true. It's I, it's it, it has before. happened. Yeah, memories twice. twice. <laughs> it's happened twice with him. He broke my fucking belt trying to pick me up by it once. That was, yeah, that was in Indianapolis. Yeah, that was Indy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best about Indy was when I... The fucking next morning, I wake up in the room, and I'm, I'm laying on the floor, and I pull back the blankets. And I was like, what the fuck did you guys do to my shirt? They're like, we didn't do anything. It got caught on the banister, and you got pissed off, pulled it off, and threw it. I'm like, oh, well, it makes fucking sense. Whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I... And yeah. then Slug, of course, bringing the roll chair out, and we set you in it and roll you down the hallway to the room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: uh, that was Columbus woo. for me. But we had to we do did, that
4: with Columbus, it, and it was better with him. Yeah. I was an ambulance. We, we start oh, rolling yeah. him to the room, and he goes, woo, <laughs> woo, I'm an ambulance. I wave that cowboy hat around. <laughs> As we're pushing yeah. through a hotel, he's waving a cowboy hat in the air going, I'm an ambulance. Woo, woo, woo. We're like, oh my God. And unlike Wednesday, <laughs> I motorboated a lesbian. He <laughs> did motorboat a lesbian and rode white people through the parking lot while swinging his hat around. I did. This happened. It all happened in Columbus. True story. Yeah. You drank a lot at the karaoke bar.
3: Yeah. Uh,. It gives me my power.
4: <laughs> we drink a lot when we go to Horror Hound, period. Yeah, he, yeah. Remember when he... <laughs> 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 the best Kevin story. All right, we're going to vamp for a few seconds. We're going to tell the story again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty close to the fucking sound. We go... <laughs> 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 oh, wait, but you got to hear the story. Stop. There's a story. There's You're a good lying. story. So yeah. we, we're at Horror Hound. The, the, the con's over. We're all partying. It's a good time that was that night he'd been feeling a little sick i mean oh, like oh, actual sick like flu i think flu. I had like the straight up flu for about he 2 weeks it looked like getting Part. Yeah, and he tried to work out too. I ate was, some cold white castles. He ate well, cold white castles that night beer. after we'd been drinking all night. So oh, that's fine. There was no. plenty plenty He goes to bed. Everybody's cool. Everything's good. We get up the next morning. We go down and we're, we're in the. Uh, they have a restaurant. And we're sitting in there. Yeah, and we're all sitting at a table just laughing. And I see. I I'm facing the other way. Stu's back is turned to Kevin, and I see Kevin get up and walk away. And I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going for a bathroom. He doesn't know there's no bathrooms over here. Yeah. There. He tried to walk I'll to the back of the restaurant thinking that there was a restroom.
3: Because, like, <laughs> it was like I was re- I was standing slightly behind the freaking buffet table. Yes.
4: So it's a buffet-style restaurant Yeah, in the hotel, they were serving breakfast. Kevin all of a sudden, and I could see him. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I see him bend over. <laughs> I was looking for buckets or whatever.
2: And he no makes luck. this
4: god-awful noise. It I was, just hurl,
3: I hunched over. It was like... And All the breakfast that came, uh, <laughs> the fucking I ate creamed came up, and it just came creamed out creamed like eggs as it came in. just it's starts pouring out of his eggs, mouth eggs the peppers and in, just, in the
4: restaurant yeah while everybody's eating the best part is Brian Wolford a friend of ours from another podcast i see his face come around the
3: wall go <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Stu's back's turning, and
4: Stu's like blah blah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Stu's like I don't want to look I'm like no you don't brother it and it's just like fucking it. remember that scene in Monty Python <laughs> Meaning of Life yes. to bring me a bucket scene yes. like, that's what's happening yes. only it's like it's now pureed eggs and I and come over it first over. started as a small pile <laughs> then it became a big pile <laughs> So Andy, I run over to him, and he took a
3: freaking picture of the it. The
4: people, The <laughs> hold on, the people were that worked there were wonderful Oh, they were view. awesome. They were so good. To and I was trying
3: night. to compliment them on the food service because the food was good. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it for time. Yeah, I, I just did what, you know, with my vomit just kind of dribbling down my chin. I just wanted to let everybody uh, know so that the food here is awesome. So and It's I'm, not because of them. It's because I am sick. So Sorry. I'm
4: standing next to him. I'm like, Are you all right, man? He's like, yeah, I just—I'm really scared. I was like, "Why?" He goes, "There's blood in it." And I was like, "Kevin, what? Your nose is bleeding, man." Oh, okay, cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I vomited so hard, my my the blood vessels in my nose broke and just kind of dripped into <laughs> the vomit. Dude, I used
0: to puke so hard, my eyes. Break and yes, that. he would get like
4: bloodshot for days. I remember yeah, that shit. Like a zombie. That, that's Ooh. happened
1: to you a couple times. Yeah, happened, that happened to me. Like, Probably not for the same awful. reason. It's awful. When, yeah. he, no, when no, he used to get migraines it. real bad when when he was little. I do not envy. It's, it's the so only awful. thing that was his saving grace was puking and laying on the bathroom
4: floor. Mm. And yeah. Why it is it about so the bathroom floors? It's cause really it's cool cold? yeah, but I mean, it it even it the kitchen floor doesn't feel as good. The bathroom floor, you feel I, safe. I, I you know, you're near the toilet. I think
0: it's compact, and <laughs> you're next. To you can
4: also brush your teeth afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> there's been plenty of nights like migraine. Just many, <laughs> many nights. He's spent. It, it, it might, you know, floor. that makes sense. The actually. fact actually. that I just go either the cold bathroom floor or like pipes with water running underneath you at all times probably keeps it cooler. It Really, probably makes sense. But
1: he had he has busted a couple. Blood vessels in his
4: eyes a few times. So no, do you um, want to? I have one. I don't remember which eye it is, but it's like permanently, like a busted blood. You want to hear my awesome horror hound night story? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to go with you guys. <laughs> <have the> <laughs> so sorry, it's afterwards. We're all partying, like and yeah. random people will just walk by and go beer, and you're like okay. Well, the best part is we'd made pastry crack this weekend, and <laughs> me and Kev are walking down the hall, and uh, Corey Haim, which you probably don't really know oh. who Corey Haim is, but that's okay. Yeah, it was a year before now. Corey Haim died, actually, almost exactly a year, a little bit a little bit longer. But I met Corey Haim. Corey Haim comes walking by us, and Kevin's like, Mr. Haim, would you like a piece of pastry crack? And he's like, no. And Kevin yells, Corey Haim just said no to crack! And I'm like, oh my God.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> I feel bad now that <laughs> <He died. laughs> I forgot he was having issues. Well, it gets,
4: but I, My bad. I'm going to diverge from that story real quick to tell a very short one. We were at Horror Hound Cincinnati, and George Went, who you <laughs> probably know better as Norm oh, from man. Cheers. Anyway, he comes oh, walking his by, his and father, your dad goes... His
1: father-in-law owns Jolly's. Yes, he does. Oh, okay. So
4: your father looks at him and goes, Norm! And he goes... <laughs> 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 he was not happy when Spanky did that. He just, <laughs> but, but the man
1: poses for the celebrity op photos with a,
4: a mug of beer. Well, sure, but he gets probably sick of people fucking yelling, Norm! Every time he walks anywhere. Well,
1: he should get... He should
4: the one dude, the British guy, uh, that sang, that did the... Science part on pl- Thomas Dolby. She science. science. Yeah. He's like a he's like a famous. He was like a famous British actor, and he was like people would just walk up to me on the street and go science, and he's like I'd be like oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said they just yell it at random, and it would scare the hell out of, of them course. all the time. <laughs> so anyway, we're at Horror How one night, and I mean people are walking by, hand and drinks. It's just the way it goes, and I I'm, right. I'm pretty good and buzzed at this point, and. Um, Was I with you I don't know who I was with But we're walking down a hall And I hear this little girl yell Who's gonna catch me And being a (laughs) (laughs) Being a drunk dumbass I'm like me Oh there's more I think I've heard this one Right So I don't know I don't see the girl I just hear somebody yell it And all of a sudden I look up And this little blonde girl Is running at me full speed I'm like oh fuck And she's like yeah, Leaps in the air I'm like ah So I catch her And I look down I'm like oh Not a girl (laughs) So whatever Dressed like a girl, kind of, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I'm holding him, and this other dude walks up and he's like, Jeffrey, stop it. <laughs> he's always like this. And I'm like, it's okay. I asked for it, you know. <laughs> so I sit Jeffrey down and I start talking to this other guy whose name happened to be Jason. And Jason and I start talking. He's like, that's my husband, Jeffrey. He gets like this sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. I, I was being an idiot. I yelled, yeah, I catch you. So we sit down, there's this little like brick wall. Right? Yeah. We sit down on the wall and we're sitting there talking, me and Jason, and Jeffrey sits next to me. <coughs> and I'm talking, blah, 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 blah. Jeffrey leans over my ear. And Jeff says, Want me to take you in the bathroom and suck your dick? <laughs> and I go, uh I'm 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 married, but thank you. <laughs> <coughs> Start talking again, leans in my ear and goes, I'll be better than your wife. (laughs) I turn and I was like, you know, I really appreciate it, but uh, no, no, (laughs) no, thank you. Start talking again. Come on, let me, let me go in the bathroom with you. I was like, aren't, isn't this your husband right here? He doesn't have to know. I'm like, no, we're good. Thanks. So I'm sitting there for about two minutes. All of a sudden I'm like, oh no. I have to pee. <laughs> 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 but I'm terrified to go to the bathroom.
0: And that's where you meet all your friends.
4: Because I don't want to give him a sign like, hey. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so so okay. I'm sitting there for a few minutes. Uh, well, this
3: was the same night that uh, he was passed out. And, we, and me and uh, Spanky over well, here we'll had the carry. Yeah, okay. anyway. The story gets a little further. Yeah, okay, yeah. we'll, uh, get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. I'll, I'll, so I'm I'm sta- I
4: sit there for about five minutes trying to hold it. And I'm like. I'm like, hey, guys, I'll be right back. I get to go talk to somebody, which is the bathroom. But I wasn't going to say that. So I go in the bathroom and I pee. And the whole time I'm expecting Jeffrey to come like, hey. You know, I'm like, huh? <laughs> But it's cool. I come out of the bathroom. i like a dumb and dumber <laughs> <laughs> So I come out of the bathroom and uh, uh, no Jeffrey. And, in fact, nobody can find Jeffrey. Jason's like, we lost Jeffrey. And I'm drunk. So they're like, help us find him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we're walking through freaking hotel going, Jeffrey. <laughs> and I happen to walk by. We have a friend named Crazy Uncle Randy. You know him. You know why they call him Crazy because everybody has a Crazy Uncle Randy. And as I'm walking by, apparently I walk past their room, and they grab me. Come in! So I get yanked in this room, and they're like, drink Crazy Uncle Randy's juice! And it's like some fucking alcohol. I don't even know what it is. I'm like, you know? No,
1: no right. but not even Crazy Uncle Randy. doesn't know what's in it. So
4: I get fucking wasted. These guys are pretty sure somebody slipped me something that night, probably Jeffrey, but we don't know. Because I got, it was really fucking weird. It was a weird night for me. Yeah. So I'm feeling really, loo- now I don't remember any of the next, but I have like flashes, but I've been told these stories. We have right. another friend there, uh, Kelly Combrick, he's, he's there and he says, I'm standing over on a wall with my phone going, this text won't send, man. He grabs my phone and goes, here you go, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had it around backwards and, he, and I looked at him and went, hey man, Thanks. I believe in titty-titty.
2: <laughs>
4: and Kelly's like, it was the best thing I ever heard in my life, man. You just threw up a fist and said, I believe in titty-titty.
2: And
4: I was like, well, I do believe in titty-titty, man, but I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> that is all I remember until I woke up in the room with my shirt off the next morning. Yep. These guys remember the rest. <laughs> so Jeffrey came over. in. Shut room. up. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there were some threats of police. Oh. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. threats of police, threats yeah. of going to jail. <laughs> What'd you do? I didn't do it. I don't believe that. That was all you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if the if police interaction was, you had something to do with it. No, not me. I don't know. I got really drunk. Good move. I don't know. Don't really fucking remember it at that point. But
3: Crazy Uncle Randy's Kool-Aid. The, uh, yeah. Did I what?
4: <laughs> I don't know if that. Yeah, he was there the next day. I don't know. uh I never found them. I don't know. They must have found them somewhere. Yeah, you know, what's what's well, funny is Jason and I are friends on Facebook still, and I kind of forgot that, and they're, him and Jeffrey are still together. I looked it up the other day. Wow. Yeah. I was talking about this story, and I was congratulations like, congratulations! Yeah. they're still together. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they've got no. a very open relationship. Apparently. I don't really know, but, uh, yeah. No. So that was mine. We'll go for them. You want to hear a story about Stewie now? Gladly. It wasn't a Horror Hound, but one year. We decide we are going to take Stewie out for his birthday. The problem was that Stewie <laughs> was at a party. So we have to go pick Stewie up at the party. So well, we I, go.
0: The last time I ever really got.
4: <coughs> he drunk.
0: All right. Destroyed.
4: I don't think you were drunk that night, brother. I don't know what you were. <laughs> so we pick him up uh, from a party where he's already drunk. We take him out to a club we used to go to all the time where we knew every one of the bartenders. We knew all the bouncers. We knew the DJ. So we were like nobody. We were cool. Whatever. <clears throat> so we get in the the bar, and at the time, it's me. It's my, my stepbrother now, but he wasn't at the time. few others were, were standing around the bar, and <clears throat> we look at him, an old friend of ours. He's not a friend of mine anymore. But he says, uh, we look at Stu, we're like, whatever we buy you, you have to drink. Stu goes, no, Jaeger. We go, deal. <laughs> like, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like, no problem. So we are walking up to the bartender who, look, I'm not trying to be a mean human being. Yes, yeah, sure. you but the, the girl had to be there a bit of like, I don't know, 430. She was big. Very, very big. So we go up to, and this will become important. I'm not just, <laughs> just saying it for no reason. So we, we go up to her and we're like, what is the nastiest shit you got? Like the most disgusting shot you got, make us that. And that's what she's doing. And we're handing Stu just fucking nasty ass, gross, whatever we can give him shots. And every once in a while, he walks away, and he comes back, and we get him another shot, right? So we're like, you know, we think he's done. He's getting pretty pretty lit. So he walks away, and this time, my brother walks over with him, comes back, and he's like, hey, man, some dude's on the other side of the fucking bar buying him double shots of Goldschlager every time he walks over there. <laughs> we don't know how many shots Stu had that night. He probably should have went to the hospital because we were buying him shots. He's going over there and getting other shots, coming back, going over, get. So every time we're buying him a shot, he's going over getting another shot. We didn't even know it. So one of the guys looks at him and says, Hey, man, we'll know you're drunk when you want to go home with her. Wow. Stu finally looks over and goes, Might want to stop. She's looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is
0: back when girls used to wear their thongs so she, up. So she bent over. their shorts.
4: She been bent over and was one. wearing a thong. <laughs> and Stewie said, She's wearing a thong. And my brother went, that's a fucking hammock, <laughs> 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 God, you guys. So anyway, Stu's—it's—he's gone. He's done. He lays his head on the bar and just starts puking, like <laughs> <laughs> Exorcism. the fucking the bouncers are walking up, going "Happy birthday, Stu!" Slapping him on the back <laughs> while he's puking all over the place. <laughs> so I had to carry him upstairs that night. I did have help, thank God, but you know, <laughs> we finally dragged his ass out of there. But he was pretty obliterated, man. Don't drink. That's the moral of the story. Let your buddies do it and laugh at them. But uh, yeah, no, drink in drinking in moderation. moderation. <laughs> you will. <laughs> no, he I'm, will. You will. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's all fun till it isn't. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> wait, that's why I don't wait. Anymore. Wait till your twenty-first
1: birthday, Dad.
4: I've already told you no. <laughs>
1: Son, we're going to be in Vegas for your 21st birthday. You don't stay into prayer. Dad. Nah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: going to Vegas next month. We're, we're going, going to Vegas to next, next year. <laughs> Me
4: too. I don't like <laughs> drinking. You like that? That it was very it was good. We we're like, we're going to Vegas <laughs> next year. So anyway. Me too. Horror Hound is actually a lot of fun. The indie ones are more fun. They're the most fun. Yeah.
3: Can't wait yep. till it comes back. I don't Again. know why
4: the Sensi. The Sensi ones, are, we're just too close to home. It's not yeah. quite the same.
3: Right. September. We
0: can go home. Yes.
4: Yeah, we can go home. It's not as much fun. Columbus right. was 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 good, but it wasn't. It's still not Indy. Yeah, yeah, it's not Indy.
0: Plus, we don't get to spoon in the beds together.
4: And the craziness that you see is—you'll uh, oh. is see weird that? things. There's a girl. There's this girl that dresses up. As like a zombie and has an umbilical cord and a baby that drags behind her. I'm like, what <laughs> the, the, the fuck hell? is
0: going on here? And Whorehound oh. is where he meets all his friends. Too. Yeah, in I the meet bathroom. friends in the
4: bathroom yeah. every time I'm in the bathroom. Guys come up, and, not not. They're just like, hey man. I'm like, no
1: god, not another friend. <laughs> and then he, tur- <laughs> he turns around, catches guys dressed like girls.
4: That uh, well, you know, I could have just let him fall, but I'm not an asshole. Uh, there is actually one more thing I'd like to speak about real quick before we get off this episode. Stewie texted me the other day, and he's like, guess what I just won?
1: Yeah.
4: Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. So, Stew and I in September will be going to a festival over in Louisville, Kentucky. And it is the Louder Than Life Festival. Now, the only reason I remember it is because Stew said we don't get the spoon anymore. And the only room I could get was one freaking queen-size bed. And Stew said, I guess we're spoon. And I was like, <laughs> I'm taken back. I'm gonna be the pitcher, um, but it is going to be an awesome concert. Uh, did you
0: hear? It? Did you hear me on the radio?
4: No, I did not.
0: Because uh, I know you listen to it sometimes. No,
4: uh, we'll get to see. Well, I'll give my lineup the ones I'm excited about, and Stu can give his lineup the ones he's oh. excited about. Uh, I'm Nine Inch Nails. So that's fucking killer. Yeah. Cypress Hill. That's yeah. fucking killer. Um, Skill. It's gonna be there. Uh, God, uh, Snoop Dogg, which blew my freaking mind. Like, I'm gonna freaking see Snoop Dogg, and Stu's not that excited about Snoop Dogg, but I am. Um, I just
0: don't like rap in concert. It just don't. don't but Cypress
4: Hill's gonna be there. I, I don't <laughs> know
0: how to take that one.
4: I, I hope they're good. Um, there's gonna be a buttload. of Others and Corn uh, Seether, the Mighty Met. Judas Priest, and Metallica. Yes, Metallica will be there as well. And we Two were nights. actually
0: talking, uh, like yesterday. I think it's like the only time we would ever watch Metallica. So, like, I wouldn't, wouldn't actually pay
4: I for like Metallica a lot. And if my friends were going and the tickets were good, I'd probably go. But I would never just choose to. But I am excited that I'm going to get to see them. It's kind they, of a weird they thing. They put
1: on a very good show.
4: Uh, Judas Priest is going to be there. Um Seven Dust. Dust, we're both excited now, the, the about Seven Metallica Dust. The
1: Metallica set—they do one on Friday and they're doing one on Sunday, Sunday. Yes, and it's two different sets.
4: Yeah, well, I need to figure out which one they're going to play their new shit and avoid that one and just listen to the old shit because <laughs> right. that's all I care about. To be honest, good luck. Yeah, right. It's going to be a mix. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're pretty excited. They're, and then there's a whole bunch of bands that we're just—we don't know. And we're excited to I think l-
0: Pop Evil might even be there too. They're
4: not on the list. They're not. Mm-mm. Oh damn it. But there's a bunch of smaller bands that we're excited to see and check out. And it's a three, no, four, four Thursday, day. Friday, Saturday, four. And Sunday. Four day. So it's going to be, we're going to be pretty I tired. am not going to be worth anything. No, we're going to be shit because uh, Main's a few weeks before that. And then, oh God, we're just going to be dead. But uh, it'll so be worth it. Don't have, uh, don't, don't really think it's going to happen. Although that one and I over there talked about it briefly because on my birthday, uh, ZZ Top's going to be here. But uh, I don't think it's gonna happen because oh, because the kids I'm choosing to spend that day with my kids. So you know, I could have went to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that, kids? You freaking beat Vegas and ZZ Top. So don't ever think you're not special because you are. Because both of those things are awesome, and not very many people would beat those things. But right. Um. But yeah, ZZ Top's gonna be here, and then Stu and I. Uh, if anybody wants to go, we're talking about going to see. Uh, it's gonna be better than Ezra, Tonic, and Collective Soul. So that ought to be a good show, too. Oh. So I'm just glad that some of the summer concerts are coming back, and we'll get to see some bands this year, even if uh, freaking Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Poison freaking rescheduled Postponed again, again to <laughs> next oh. year. Oh. So, But we still got our tickets. So. And maybe I John, got an
0: alert. Maybe Joan Jett will stay on it, though. Hoping so. Because sh- there was actual talk it <coughs> wasn't going to be on it.
4: And there has been a lot of talk between certain people here on the Mixtape podcast that we might be going to see one Miss Tiffany. At Ludlow Garage here in Cincinnati, so um, that might happen, too. I'd go see Tiffany. What the hell? That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. I don't know. I think we're alone in this one. (laughs) I hate you. But it could have been so beautiful. (laughs) 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 I just think it's electric youth, right? (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) That's Debbie Gibson. All right. uh, I think that's all I got. Um, We actually didn't give you guys a two-hour show for once. We came close, but we had a little vamp in there at the end. I do got
1: one thing that I need to... Tough shit,
4: man. I ask you guys every time. You
1: never have anything to say. I do got one thing. Uh, On my Twitter page, I put up a thing today uh, about uh, a real real good friend of mine. She has uh, some personal issues going on. The video that I posted up explains it all. Go watch the video, share it, donate to her cause. It would really help her out. Uh, I'm not going to put her personal business out there. I'll let the video explain it
4: all. Yeah, on Spanky's so, Twitter page, yeah. So go to Spanky's Twitter page. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Spank,
0: uh, um...
4: I mean, I'm friends oh, with I you. don't even know what. the... But you should <laughs> probably give that information out yeah, so I mean, people know, yeah. check it out. <laughs> give me about. <laughs> give me a minute here. Uh, filler. Oh God, I'm going to be cutting need this
1: filler, out. Need a filler. Need a filler. It's actually at Spank Dog. Yummy. D Where'd my penis go?
0: <laughs> the real penis is Can I stop filling? Time? Yes, time. yes, yes, you know. thank you.
1: Okay. It's uh, at Spank Dog,
4: D-A-W-W-G. W's. Yes. He's the D-A-W-W-G. There you go. Let's go over check that out. We are on Twitter as well. Uh, we are, I think, mixed underscore tape. Something like that. You'll find it's, Something with it. Something like that. We're there. Uh, <laughs> w- there's a lot of tweets now. Um, we both have access to tweet. I've actually, we've thinking about opening it up to all four of us. I don't trust him, though. I don't I don't know what he'd tweet. <laughs> but uh, there's we actually tweet on a regular basis. Um so. you even tweet? No.
3: I can't remember the last time I
4: tweeted. Um, <laughs> this is really night. weird. Last night. <laughs> uh. I mean... It takes too long when you got to prep for it, dude. It's like, hold on. Hold on get um, uh, we are on Facebook as well. You can go over there and check us out. We're just the Mixtape Podcast over there. You can, I don't know. Do you even post anything in there? I
0: haven't lately. <laughs> go figure.
4: Um, you can also follow my group over there, which is Rewind Toys. I actually do post every single fucking day. Um, except not on Sundays. Never on Sundays. hmm uh, but you well sometimes on Sundays uh, you can go over and check that shit out as well. Uh, I don't really think I have anything else. Do you, you have anything else? <laughs> no. I wasn't even pointing. Kn- this finger's crooked, man. But this one's not, and that was not. If I'd have been going like that, I could see why. Uh, be we like, know
0: like, we know it's crooked because he pointed that out.
4: Yeah, I know he
3: Maya Angelou pointed <laughs> that out. Damn, I wouldn't do that to you. I Maya know
4: oh, you're you're very nice. All you right. wouldn't do it. You would just took her poem about me and read it. Yeah, I got you. You guys are close friends. Right? We, we were very close, me and Maya. Like that. We're like this. <laughs> 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 Apparently. A hole. Still, you ain't got shit, right? Never. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all we got for you. Till next time, um, we have a couple of show topics in mind. Uh, there was one we were working on um, that was supposed to come out, and then Spanky actually forgot he was going to be here because I, I reminded him, I'm like, dude, you're not going to be here, right? Huh? Oh, I'll check. I'm like, dude, your fucking birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. And sure enough, he had plans. Um, but that particular episode that we were working on, I've been talking to Kev about it. It's going to happen, but it's a lot more in-depth than I thought. might have to be broken into a two-parter, and my notes are fucking massive right now because there is so much information. So, not that I don't have the notes, there's just a lot of them. Uh, but there's a couple different episodes we were actually slightly prepped for and some interesting ideas I've been having a lot lately, so... Who knows what we're we'll bringing next? Uh, go follow us on all those social media places. We do have a. a oh, actually, I want to I want to hit that up real quick. We do have an email. It's your mixtape podcast at gmail uh, Skiznot has sent us something in, and uh, we're going to be discussing it here, and then I'm going to be putting it out um, as a contest. I think. But Skiznot recorded an alternate version of the theme song, and he wanted to run like a little just for fun kind of contest but like for for us but I thought it might be fun to put it out there for the listeners so uh, at some point in the next couple of weeks that'll roll out on our feed but uh, we'll kind of give you some details and we'll figure out what a prize will be and shit like that and we'll go from there Uh, but you can write us please do sing some drunken karaoke Um, send that in we're still waiting somebody needs to get drunk and sing I miss those Matt you don't have to be drunk just sing and if you don't I've got you singing anyway so I'll just play that shit. Did uh,
0: Patrick used to sing without being drunk? So
4: actually, uh, since you said Patrick, we've got a couple shows lined up here soon. One, uh, we're going to be doing a show with Patrick in July. Uh, it's going to be very interesting, and I need to give you guys all the link to the movie so you can watch. Uh, but I have a, I have some thoughts on that, and uh, then we're going to be getting Metal Mikey back here soon, who also has a podcast right now out called Dazed and Maimed. It is it is actually very interesting, and it's so much fun to listen to Metal Mikey. So check that out. It's all about just video games and old MAME systems and shit like that. Um, and he rates games. He gives him quarters. How many quarters he's willing to spend. He gives himself a, like an allotted amount. And he says whether he will play th- spend more quarters on that game or not. I'll give him all the quarters. Uh, but we are getting, we are prepping. Now that Mr. Noah might be able to pop back up from time to time. Uh, the 90s wrestling episode is coming yes. down. so And that will, of course, feature... Noah and Metal Mikey. I'd be down with that one as yeah, well. So should be available. That one not is not a c- lot of work. No football, so not a lot of work, no football. Yeah. That was so, the original plan. So, there we go. Uh so be looking forward to that too. If you guys have suggestions, please email us, let us know. I got nothing else. I got nothing. That usually means nobody's got nothing yeah. else. Cool guys, so until next time we speak. Remember to always stay, stay awesome. awesome.
5: Just not to fall apart I'm trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart And I've spent oh so many nights Just feeling sorry for myself I used to cry But now I hold my head up high Welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh now I I will survive, yeah, as long as I know I have a love, I know I'll be alive. I've got all my life to live, I've got all my love to give, I will survive. We'll survive
4: And that's how you make barbecue tortillas. So you should try it later. What? 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 Oh, we're still doing a show. Oh. Oh. Well, you know Are how we. I, <laughs> you know how I like to, you know, close things.
1: Where'd my penis go?